Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Speaking of a fanfare, I should have organized one actually for this morning because we're heading into our usual spot for the work of the week where Connor chats with Dr. Michael Waldron in the Crawford Art Gallery about various works in the Crawford Collection. And today, in fact, is the 100th work of the week. Okay, we've got no time to waste this week because we've got a lot of questions to answer and a lot of anniversaries to cover because an awful lot happened this week. You know, questions like, what is the meaning of the word fucus avalis? Or do you know who Ellen Hutchins is? Or... What is a cryptogam? Apparently it's a non-flowering plant, which I didn't know about. And also questions like, when is a flower not a flower? So to find out the answers to all of these mysteries in this week's Voyage of Discovery, of course I went along to the Crawford Art Gallery to meet up with Michael Waldron, curator and teacher, and renowned Latin scholar. (laughs) So how's your Latin? (laughs) Well, it's a bit rusty, kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine's a bit rusty too. Yeah, I had a good Latin teacher, Mr. Dunn. He was great. Because this week's work of the week, it is titled in Latin. What's the system called? So it's taxonomy. Taxonomy. So the, the yeah, that's the word I was trying to think of. <laughs> the naming of plants. The, the naming, naming of plants. Of yeah. The you know the, the natural world essentially. Our system of distinguishing one thing from another. Yeah. <laughs> well, as a member of the so-called Homo sapiens <laughs> species, I've climbed down off the tree. I've met you in front of this week's work of the week. Well, we're looking at something that is actually marking a lot of anniversaries. Yeah, so we're hitting a nice little sweet spot in that choosing this work of the week was that it it hits certain anniversaries to do with the work itself, to do with Ireland and to do with what we're doing as well. Which one do we go for first? Okay, we'll go back to the history, we'll go back to the taxonomy of this one, all right? Yeah. So what we're looking at is, it's a flower. It's actually a seaweed. It's a seaweed. So it's, it's non-flowering. It's a beautiful seaweed, yes. It's, it's gorgeous and it does look like petals. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Because this particular member of the taxonomy tree or whatever it is, is a non-flowering species, is that it? It is, yeah. So uh, what we have in front of us, for anyone who's in suspense, mm. is a botanical study of a red seaweed that will be found on the Irish coastline 200 years ago. Back then, it was known as Fucus ovalis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but you and I might know it better as Gastroclonium ovatum. Oh, well, that's uh, easy for you to say. <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, day to day, this would be a seaweed, a small seaweed that you would find on the shoreline, particular in Bantry Bay. It is a red seaweed, so beautiful red colour with almost burgundy stems. But it really actually looks beautiful. I mean, I'm sorry, I know seaweed can be a little bit underrated. <laughs> But in, the, in beauty stakes, in the world of art, I haven't seen many paintings of seaweeds. I'm having flashbacks now, Connor. Sorry to my biology okay. leaving search. <laughs> and Fucus vesiculosus, which is you know, the, the, the seaweed that we know well, you know, the sort of almost blackish colour and yes. sort of the almost yellowish pods that sort of like float in the water. That's anyway, not <laughs> okay. so not that one. This is much prettier, much daintier. And it tells us a little bit about the biodiversity of our shoreline because we think of our forests or we mm. think of our meadows, farmland, hedgerows, all of these different habitats. But actually the shoreline is so rich, not only in plant life, but also in the fauna as well. So they are using Latin words again. <laughs> flora and fauna. I got the flora wrong anyway. Now, there's a reason why... This is actually a painting of an original botanical work, work of, yeah. by a botanist. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, we're getting tongue-tied a little bit, but the work that we're looking at is a watercolour on calfskin vellum, the same sort of vellum that they would use for the Book of Kells and illuminated manuscripts oh. in medieval times. So it's watercolour paint, and the work is by Siobhan Doherty. And she's a contemporary botanic artist. But she was invited by Trinity College Dublin some years ago to respond to their herbarium. Mm. So it's a collection of botanical specimens. Mm. This was a very particular one that was collected by quite a celebrated woman and Ireland's first female field botanist. And she was from County Cork. <laughs> so now we're getting to the nub of the story. We are. We're really going around the houses. Okay, right. <laughs> so the, the woman in question, the botanist of Bantry Bay herself, Ellen Hutchins, was from Ballylickie. She died at the age of only 29 on the 9th of February, 1815. So this week is her anniversary. But in the kind of eight or nine years of her 20s, she managed to collect something like 1,700 specimens of seaweeds and so on mm. along the shoreline of Bantry Bay. And she's hugely important. So Siobhan Doherty, in this painting, is responding to an original specimen that Ellen Hutchins collected on Woody Island in 1805. And there's a reason why you've chosen this partnership as such. But before we get to that, one thing you've done... Which is great. You've actually given not just space to the original work of art itself, but also to the process that Siobhan Doherty went through to create this. And you actually have shown pictures and photographs and put together a little illustration here in the Behind the Scenes exhibition, which is running until... The 10th of April. The 10th of April, yeah. which is great. gives people an opportunity to see it. What you're illustrating here is the painstaking work and craft and the tradition that went into this particular piece. Yeah, and Siobhan Doherty is self-taught and she herself is now an art tutor. But what's interesting is that it is a very painstaking, methodical mm. form of art, this botanical drawing and botanical studies. You know, you have to be very accurate. For Siobhan, it's interesting in that 
a botanical artist isn't just drawing a still life of a of a flower yeah. or or a plant. They are trying to express the essence of that plant. They're documenting in, it. They're yeah. documenting it, but maybe not true to life in that they're showing it at all stages of its of its development, oh. of its of its life cycle. So, you know, if it were a tree you'd you'd have the study of it in leaf but also with no leaves at all. Yeah, yeah. What was wonderful in this particular work is that she's kind of communing across time with another woman who meticulously studied, collected, documented and preserved knowledge and knowledge about our natural world. And so Ellen Hutchins is kind of rightly being celebrated more so now. There's a festival in Bantry Bay every ah, year, the okay. Ellen Hutchins Festival. Recently, a science building in UCC was named the Ellen Hutchins Building. It's important to acknowledge her contribution to knowledge, which is is really remarkable, not least because she's a, she was a woman operating in that world yeah. over 200 years ago, but also she was really good at what she was doing and people really found her remarkable as a human specialist in yeah. science and in a way she grew her own tree of knowledge yeah yeah nice nicely done <laughs> <laughs> but she did and what's what's really interesting is that she was just fascinated okay. by what was around her and she had the wherewithal and the ability to do so i know not everyone could but she could and she did this week is also the International Day of Women and Girls in Science. Ah. So reclaiming her and celebrating her is also demonstrating that other women and girls and so on can do the same. You, you can see someone has blazed a trail. It's important to kind of connect that. And also, you know, we've just come out of St. Bridget's Day and our first Bridget's weekend and festival and, and bank holiday. So Spring as well. Exactly. And Bridget was associated, of course. With okay, so we're celebrating, mm. marking the week that's in it, the day that's in it. I think it is today, actually, is the anniversary, the ninth. And also... This particular thing, not blow our own trumpet, but we've finally reached 100 episodes, so congratulations. <laughs> congratulations, Connor. Tick the we should boxes. put in a drum roll there. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Pop. That's the bit of champagne Champ- in the bank background. <laughs> just say, thank you. Thanks for the journey. I've grown a lot. <laughs> let, let us continue to grow. Let's do that. Yeah. It has been an absolute pleasure, like over 100 editions of this. Yeah. and It's not about us. It's no, it's not. It's about what we're looking at. Exactly. Okay. And who has to listen to us. <laughs> and who has to listen to us. <laughs> okay, until next week. Thank you. And as I always say at the end. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Thanks a million. Thanks a million, Connor. Here's to 101. Okay. Whoa. (laughs) 
Well, indeed, 101 will be next Sunday. And the thing is, I know that some of you listening open up the Crawford Gallery website and look at the work of the week while Connor and Michael are chatting about it. And I know that some of you just kind of try, as I often do, just paint the picture of what they're chatting about in my head and get a, a real sense of where that piece of work fits in the story of Cork and the whole collection. And I know that lots of you go subsequently into the Crawford afterwards to go looking for the work of the week in person. So, look, it's a great, great series. And here's to 101 next Sunday. Quartz 96 FM and C103. The Arts House with Griffin's Potatoes. Planted, picked and produced in Cork. Griffin's Potatoes. The great taste of home.